Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been a while since we talked to Dipti. Too long, in my opinion. Uh, yes, yes. It has been a very long time, and I am very curious to know if she has continued to pursue her podcasting dreams. Yeah, I mean, I hope she has, or has that inner heckler of hers come back and taken over? We need to find out. We need to check in on her, for sure. Yes, we do. And we also need to read some listener mail. Well, let's just get to it, shall we? Let's get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode underway. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like all of you out there, we're dying to know how they're doing. So last week, our episode focused on Dipti. She is a high-power attorney by day who also longed to be more creative in her spare time. The only problem, she had a huge inner critic that was telling her she wasn't good enough to pursue her creative dreams. But after two weeks with us, she came to realize she doesn't need to be the best at something to enjoy doing it, regardless of what her critic says, and maybe her inner critic ought to take a hike. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm desperately wondering how Dipti is doing now. Uh, I want to know if she's making her pop culture podcast that she dreamed of about reality shows. Lindsay, can we please get her on the line? Dipti, how are you? Um, I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I have ups and downs like everyone else. I feel like I've had more, like, well, I'm not, I, I say, like, not ups. I say neutrals, neutrals and downs. And I, I think that my neutrals have outweighed the downs. So I feel like that's oh. a victory, you know? <laughs> that's oh, good. that's yeah. great. Oh, I love that way of looking at things. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of mm-hmm. people out there right now who are like, I have to maximize. I have to make the most of my quarantine. And uh, I have to, you know, walk away from this with a new skill or feeling better about myself. And I love that you're just like, no, you just have to be neutral sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There are, there's the other end, which is like, this is bad and that's bad and everything's horrible. But it's like the fact that you're able to not be like, everything's awesome. But like, right. if the neutral outweighs the bad, like we're doing okay. Yeah, exactly. My expectations are low. So that helps. <laughs> yeah. And have you been working from home throughout this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been um, working from home since March 9th. And it's just a daily slog. I've been working a lot, actually. But I... I don't really mind it. I would rather Mm -hmm. be busy than not busy, you know? Mm -hmm. And with all that extra work you've been doing, have you actually had any time to do what you really want to do, starting that podcast that you approached us about? Yes, I've been working very hard on it, actually. I have, even though I've been working, like, so much uh, for my job job, I Uh have sunk so much time into the podcast. I've already put out like 14 episodes. Whoa. Yeah. And so Are you 14 serious? episodes. Yeah. Like how long has it even been since we talked to you? I don't know, but that's that seems very impressive. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. It um I th- I feel like it 
it was all serendipity. I don't know. I mean, this, I did not want this locked up, but the thing is like, yeah, doing all the lead up to it, like not knowing that what was going to happen actually, I feel like has saved me a bit because it's like the one thing that I have to look forward to. So, okay. But we need to know more. Like what's it called? What's it about officially? Like, Okay. Like, what have the episodes been like? Like, I need more deets. Oh, sure. Um, so it's called Pop Culture Prisoner. And it Love is it. about, uh, mainly about, real- well, so far, it's only about reality TV. And it's a friend of mine and me. We just talk about certain reality shows and we analyze it to absolute death. And we started Amazing. off with the show the new show about Indian Americans called Family Karma. And it just, like, made me realize, like, I mean, I could talk about paint drying. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I love talking about TV so much. And um, and then, like, I also... Listen to how passionate you are right now, dude. Like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's amazing that you needed any nudge from me and Jolenta at all to make this happen. Because once you start talking about it, you just are, like, electricity. I, I get, yeah, I'm like really into it. <laughs> and like now I, I love it. I also I- recap um, Real Housewives of New York and Beverly Hills, and I will do more. I, I think like what, what I got from you guys was the, the ability to not care what my numbers are, you know, like who's mm-hmm. listening or mm-hmm. like, you know, Like, will will anyone follow it on Twitter? You know, like any of that. I'm literally just doing it for the love of it. And I don't know if it's a combo of that or coronavirus lockdown or what, but Mm -hmm. it is like filling my soul, you know? Yeah, it sounds like it's really keeping you going. Yeah. And it's like it's so much extra work in addition to work work, but I like don't care. I'll lose sleep over it. It's just fun. Yes. Oh, it's so great having something that you love so much that you're willing to lose sleep yeah. over. It. And um, even though you don't care what anyone thinks about it, you only have five star reviews so far. Oh, so thank okay. you. That's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, you guys have probably a million more listeners than I do, but <laughs> it's not about the listeners, as you just said. Who cares about the listeners? Yeah. It's about Quality the joy. Over quantity. Yes, it's the joy of doing it. Yeah, and it's like talking to friends about it and stuff. It's just like a pick-me-up that I never thought I would have gotten in the year 2020. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I. But what I got from you guys, though, was beyond just like anytime I doubt myself or think like, oh, I'm so boring or this or that, I just stop myself and just remind myself that I'm just doing this for the love of doing it. And I leave it at that and I just keep going. I'm wondering if now that you've started doing this show, not worrying about the gold medal or the A++, if that has, you know, permeated into other parts of your life. Oh, that's a good question. Um, The only way I am able to do it is because I don't think about the A++ anymore. Um, I... I, I I feel, you know, like I've been very like trying to be regimented for, for the most part with like a morning routine and like meditation and Pilates and journaling and stuff. And I don't, there's certain days where I just don't do it, but I try to do it most days. And I really have been so much more forgiving of myself, like during this lockdown, I think mm. partly because of this, because I'm like, 
you're you're not getting an award from someone for meditating. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're not right. it's like, like it's just for you. It's no one's going to see my journal, you know. They will be burned, you know. <laughs> I mean, whatever, you know. <laughs> but but um I love that attitude. But like exercise like no one's even going to see me for so many months and it's just just I think the way it's permeated is just doing things for myself and there's nothing like being stuck inside your apartment alone with a cat mm-hmm. for months and months on end that <laughs> is just like whatever you're doing is literally just for yourself, you know? Um, yeah. And like, fine. You're not holding yourself to standards that torture you for no reason. Yeah. You're like free of that. That sounds great. Yeah. And I feel like I was like, I've always been like really tortured with like disappointing myself and various things and now just it's like just move on I don't know you know with your life <laughs> well Dipti does this mean that that inner heckler of yours has now retired and gone off to live on an island by himself I mean one would hope so but, but <laughs> hecklers gonna come back but I'll just yeah like, they got hecklers gonna heckle but. hecklers gonna heckle but uh I mean <laughs> now I can just laugh at the heckler you know like a, a lot yeah. a lot more you and, know the heckler isn't yelling facts at you right the heckler says nonsense the heckler's a loser the heckler's not to be trusted Right. Yeah, like, no offense, the heckler's, like, kind of a dum-dum. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah, laughing at it is the best way to deal. I love that. Yeah. Love it. I think I, like, had lost, like, some laughter along the way because that's all how I deal with things. And I don't know, when I get so serious in my head and, like, I want to do this, but I can't, but I'm, Mm -hmm. like, da-da-da, you know, like, just... I, I just like thank you guys so much. It was so helpful to go through all these exercises and really feel motivated to just do it. So it's it's all it's all good. I'm 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 pretty happy with it. Well, Dipti, I just cannot tell you how full my heart is talking with you right now, hearing the joy of you pursuing what you want to, not really giving a damn about what anyone else <laughs> thinks about what you're doing, mm-hmm. just enjoying it because you enjoy it. Living that neutral life. Right. Yeah, I think I speak on uh, behalf of not just me and Jolenta, but everybody listening when we say it is just such a joy to hear where you are right now. And we're all cheering for you. And it sounds like you don't need us oh, to cheer for you because you're already cheering for thank yourself. Thank you. No, I appreciate yeah. that so much. This has been thank such you. a wonderful experience. I'm so grateful. Yay. It's been so great for us, yeah. too. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Right, bye. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Oh, my gosh. It is so good to hear that Dipti is doing so well. And I cannot wait to subscribe to that podcast of hers. Oh, same. And uh, if you want to check out Dipti's podcast, uh, we'll have a link to it in our show notes. Yeah. Again, the name of the podcast is Pop Culture Prisoner. Such a fun name. Such a fun name. I mean, aren't we all pop culture <laughs> prisoners? I definitely feel like one. Again, huge thanks to Dipti for sharing her story with the show. And reminder, you can be the next Dipti. Just apply. 
You can email us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com if you are interested. We'll sit down with you. We'll talk over your predicament. We'll give you a prescription. And you can follow it or not. And we'll spy on you. It'll be awesome. (laughs) Again, that's weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Also, you can reach out to us on our Facebook community. That is facebook.com slash groups slash weloveyoupod. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from some of you out there and get all your hot takes on Dipti's journey. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We are back with listener mail. We got a ton of it this week. And first up, we have so many listeners who felt Dipti's story may as well have been their own stories. So true. Haley wrote us to say, there are many hobbies I'd like to pick up with my partner, especially athletic ones like whitewater kayaking, but I'm terrified to fail and tend to project my frustrations onto him. I loved this episode and hope it can inspire me to learn and fail at new things. Oh, I love that. Haley, I think that that kind of gets to something that Dipti was saying mm. about herself, too. She would blame other things, like maybe it was time or maybe it was uh, other people's expectations. She would you know, get frustrated at other people and other circumstances and that would be an excuse not to try it. And in the end, you know, she just had to stop blaming others and believe in herself, right? I super relate to that. I know I blame my partner, Brad, a lot when I'm nervous <laughs> and trying new things. Whenever he tries to teach me how to rock climb, he's always in trouble a lot for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> All right. I really like this letter from Isabel as well. Isabel says, as a former gifted kid, Everything came easy to me growing up, especially in academics. Now that my life is no longer centered around academics and learning, I struggle to try anything new from fear of failing or not being good right off the bat. As conceited as it may sound, I was so used to succeeding and receiving the praise that goes with it that the potential of not succeeding terrifies and paralyzes me. I don't think it sounds conceited. I think that makes perfect sense. I feel like I've seen that happen a lot. I see that in my partner. I see it a bit in Kristen. I oh, feel absolutely. Like. Maybe I'm making me. that up. But no, that's totally like, true. <laughs> like straight A, like skip grades. She's so smart. And like, it's hard to have that kind of expectation of yourself from such an early age. I can't imagine how that translates into like the real world and the pressure you end up putting on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally relate to that. And being good at things right off the bat um, and then entering a universe where you're not good at things right off the bat, it's, you know, it's a major wake up call. And then, 
you know, why in my spare time would I do more things that I'm not good at right off the bat, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, it's hard enough, like, starting a new job, learning a new skill, doing those things. So in my spare time, it's easy to, you know, maybe psych ourselves out of doing those things or to say, oh, I'm just too old for it, like Dipti did. Dipti was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s. I'm too old to do anything new. And it's like, you can't do something I think is fun. Wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds weird when you say it that way, but that's sort of what we're doing. I'm only going to be alive another 45 years. I better not do it, right? I better Uh, limit. (laughs) I better really limit myself now while the going's good. What? No. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's very common with a lot of us. And But yeah, totally. I totally agree. And it is good to remind ourselves, though, like, not everything was easy right off the bat. I am willing to guess that it took me several times trying to tie my shoes before I could do it. Looking back, I had a really hard time even reading a clock for a long time. That didn't come easy right off the bat. I still have trouble reading a clock. I still can't tell you how many, how many days are in each month. Like, I don't know that. I have to use this little thing. I, I use my knuckles on my hands as a little... I don't even... Like, I never even took the time to memorize that trick. <laughs> I'm going to show you that, Jolenta. As soon as we're not social distanced anymore and we can see each other again, I'm showing you the knuckle trick. And then you will know how many days Maybe you need to make me a video tutorial I can study for like the next time we see each other. But then I have to learn a new skill and that's going to be hard and I'm not going to be good at it. I'm never going to know. No, I've resigned (laughs) myself to never knowing how many days are in May. Probably (laughs) 31. That's what my gut's telling me, but it could be 30. (laughs) You should learn that because that's your birthday month. Oh, wow. Let's move on. Yes. I really love this letter we got from Miranda. Very cool perspective. Miranda says, I'm also an attorney who has recently decided I would like to incorporate more creativity into my life. I've wanted to do any sort of writing that is not for work and just haven't. I feel like I'm taking time away from all the other things and people, and I worry I won't have enough room for everything. Mm, Miranda, this is you know, similar to our first letter writer, Mm -hmm. Haley, who was like, oh, I'll just lash out at my husband if I do this. Only um, instead of blaming your husband, you're blaming the time thing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I always like to think we probably have more time than we realize. I mean, how many hours a week do you and I, Jolenta, spend watching reality TV when we could probably be doing something else? Like most of the hours in my case. And doing something you love isn't going to take something away from somebody else. I really don't Mm -hmm. think it will. No. And like maybe some of the things you love can be done like while you video chat with a person you love. Or maybe one of the things you love is just checking in with people you love. Like there are ways to make room for everything also based on like sort of how you define it, I feel like. Like things you love doesn't doesn't have to mean like just the podcast you go and make by yourself. It can mean like... Doing a puzzle over Skype or like just calling your grandma or or like running a bath and not talking to anyone. Yeah. And Miranda, maybe in your case, it's just 20 minutes every morning when you first wake up to write for a little while or 20 mm, minutes before totally. bed. And that's not a huge, you know, moment of your life that's going to take away from anybody you love, but it might give a lot back to you and make you feel right. better. Yeah. And it's easier to have room for everything when you, like, are taking care of yourself, I'm told. Yes. Yes, Jolenta. <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> so true. All right. I really like this letter from Anne. Anne says, I really want to try silk screening, but I'm nervous about messing up and wasting materials. I have everything to do it, too. Oh, I feel that one, Anne. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm a cheap ass. I don't want to waste any money. And what if I don't do it well? That's just throwing away money. 
And I don't know a lot about silk screening. I've only done it once in grade school. It was heavily supervised, so like it was impossible to mess up. Um, can you, even though I know it's not like the same material, can you just test like technique and like setup and stuff with materials, like with fabric at least, that is not as expensive as silk? Don't know if you can. Maybe it's just a total waste of dye because it's like so not the same. But I like a fun workaround. I used to, when I was learning brush lettering, um, I got a like a practice pad where you just wet the brush and it's like just a thing you roll out that like it's sort of like reusable parchment that when you wet it, it looks like you're writing on it and then it dries and goes away so you can like practice and not waste paper. Oh, that's such a good idea. So like if there's a way to practice where you waste like a little less, like I'm all for practicing. Like you have to practice. Yeah. And you might mess up at first. And I don't, you know, I mean, being a cheapo who does not want to waste any materials. Right. Yeah. What would I, you do? I, I'm going to say maybe it's not a waste if you're learning. Maybe if you mm -hmm. mess up, that's not a waste at all. Maybe that's an investment in learning something that you're going to love. So yeah, that's another way to look at it. Investing. Sure. Investing, not wasting. Uh, let us move on to hear from some of you who wrote in to say that you managed to kick your inner critic to the curb and, like Dipti, actually just do what you love without that heckler over your shoulder or in your brain. Yes. Uh, Sarah says... Two and a half years ago, shortly before my 34th birthday, I was looking for something fun and creative to do. A circus school was just about to open in my community, and my friend encouraged me to check out their mixed aerials class, even though I was worried I didn't have the body type or grace necessary to be successful in the air. Today, I consider myself incredibly lucky to have found an amazing community of quirky people who love to laugh, create art, and aren't afraid of trying and failing over and over and over again, even when that means accidentally tying yourself upside down in the air by your ankles, which has definitely happened to me. Um, what? That's incredible. I am so jealous. Wow. Maybe I need to try an aerials class. I love that it's just built in that you're going to fail over and over and over again. And maybe fail is not the right word, but you're going to fall over and over and over right. again. Everyone's I mean, going to yeah. fall. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like doing something so wildly out of your comfort zone that like you are guaranteed to mess it up a billion times before you nail it. That just like really helps put failing in perspective. Like it's not that big a deal. Like you're going to fall a billion times doing that yoga headstand or that, you know, aerial work on the trapeze before you stick it. Yeah. And you're also having fun. And I love that that's what Sarah took away from this. She created mm -hmm. a community or joined a community. She laughs. She has a great time. And it doesn't matter if she can tour with Cirque du Soleil after this. You know, this is yeah. this is something fun for her to do. And I love also, that. Also, as someone who's dabbled in like the clowning world and like the experimental theater world that like touches base with the circus world, I can assure you no one gives a shit about your body type. <laughs> so, like, it's always a fun place to go when, like, you're a little worried about your body type because, like, no one cares. And, like, they will get you in the air. Oh, I love it. I need to do this. I really need to do this. Oh, Kristen, you would love it someday. I, I, I would love to be thrown and then be caught. Oh, that seems fun and scary, Ugh. but fun. fun. Yeah, it seemed very <laughs> scary, but also very exhilarating. <laughs> All right. I love this letter from Shy. Shy says, 
I have a trick I recently found to help me feel better about doing something just for fun. I was planning on starting embroidery for a long time, and when friends moved to Berlin with their baby, I felt like it would be good motivation to finally start and also make someone else happy. Although it was my first project, I did it using a beginner's kit, and the outcome was not perfect. My friends were super excited about the gift and have already hung it next to the baby crib. So I think making creative presents is a two-for-one. Hard, hard agree. Yeah, and if your friends love you, they don't care if it's perfect or not. You Mm -hmm. just made them a present. Like, if somebody makes me cookies and maybe the cookies don't look perfect, but, you know, I know they were made with love, I don't care. I don't care how perfect the cookies look. They don't matter. Also, I think it's a good reminder that, like, even though you have some image or idea of what, like, the ideal outcome is for whatever you're doing, like, the people who receive that or people who see it, they have no idea what the ideal was. And they think it's great for what it is. And they aren't comparing it to shit. So, like, it's nice. Yeah. And I also like that Shy started with a beginner's kit because mm. – you know what? You don't have to right off the bat make a giant 10-foot tapestry that would normally be worked on for months. You can just use a beginner's kit. That's totally yeah. fine. That's how you begin, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So finally, Kristen, we heard from a few attorneys out there like Chris who wanted to say this. In my humble opinion, being a badass attorney is an exercise in creativity. At least that's what I tell myself. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Creativity in thinking, in executing plans, and thinking critically. I mean, being an attorney mm-hmm. uses so Hugely many creative, creative parts of your brain. You have to like, you know, delve into history, oh, delve yeah. into like reading comprehension, have like amazing interpersonal skills. Like it's it's everything. Yes. So I love that, Chris. Yes. Whether or not you have a creative hobby you're still being creative if you're an attorney. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take another quick break, but when we're back, we'll share our We Love You recommendations for the week and give you a preview of next week's episode. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We are back, and it's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. Now, these are things that fill our hearts with joy and make us happy and make life easier to live. So, Kristen, what is your We Love You recommendation this week? All right. My recommendation this week is a movie on Netflix called The Half of It. 
It's the story of a girl whose parents are immigrants, whose father is in a holding pattern after her mother's death, and who essentially, you know, is keeping the family business running while also getting outstanding grades, um, writing papers for everybody else in school. She is an A++ gold star student, much like Dipti. Uh-huh. But while she's great at all things academic and all things responsible, she's far behind when it comes to emotional intelligence. And she comes to really learn this when the school jock hires her to write love letters to a girl he has a crush on, a girl that our protagonist also happens to have a crush on. What? Yes, yes. It is a really beautiful, at times very sad story about opening up, taking risks, and getting things wrong, and then still coming out on the other side, okay? And I just cannot recommend this movie enough. It is so good. Again, the name of it is The Half of It on Netflix. I'm very, very intrigued. And it takes a lot for a fiction storyline not involving murder to pique my interest. So <laughs> good job. That's good on you, Kristen. Definitely check it out. What about you, <laughs> Jolenta? What is your We Love You recommendation for the week? Okay, so my We Love You recommendation for the week is, um, it's an album that isn't fully released yet, but there are two singles out, and it is by the Dixie Chicks, Kristen. Yes, Dixie Chicks! Kristen, the album is called Gaslighter. The two songs you can listen to are Gaslighter and Juliana Calm Down, and they are both very, very good. They're totally different vibes. One's sort of a power anthem. The other's very sweet. They're both about change and moving on. And just in general, I love the Dixie Chicks because they always remind me, like, you might, you know— let down a lot of people or speaking your truth might make some people angry. But if you keep on like being you and being creative, like you're gonna you're gonna find your place and you're gonna like feel all right. Cause I don't know if you remember, but back in the day oh, the Dixie Chicks I remember. pissed off pissed off all of country music. I don't know. For those for those for those young millennials, I don't know if they know the stories. Yeah, they were very um, outspoken during one of their performances about the U.S. invasion of Iraq, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. um, and the administration at the time. And for that, they really were boycotted by a huge percentage of their followers. Yeah, they, they offended Texas a lot. <laughs> um, it was it was a deal, but they always hold their ground and they like, you know, speak their truth creatively and like they're still trucking and still releasing albums like my entire life. And they're great. So I highly recommend listening to the songs you can get on Gaslighter. Uh, the album doesn't come out until the end of the year all the way, but. Listen to what you can, because I'm just, it's really, it's really rubbing me the right way lately. Nice. So reminder again, Jolenta's We Love You recommendation for the week is Gaslighter, coming in a few months from the great Dixie Chicks, who I also love, and the movie The Half of It on Netflix. Gonna check it out. So, <laughs> Kristen, those were our We Love You recommendations, but you know what it's time for now? Oh, I know what it's time for. It's time when we give you a brief teaser of next week's episode. Hi, my name is Carolyn. I'm 29 years old. I'm someone who loves to work hard and play hard and help out the people around me. So that way I can do the best I can for them. 
And something that I would like to work on is being able to relax a little bit more without feeling guilty about not being productive. Ooh, Carolyn, not able to relax. Hold on. Does that remind you of anyone you know, Jolenta? Um, it really reminds me of my dear, dear friend named Kristen. So <laughs> I was going to say, is Carolyn really Kristen? And is this a cry for help? Or are we actually helping someone else? Well, I am dying to know, but like everyone else out there, I'm going to have to wait until next week to find out. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our amazing producer is Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Do you have thoughts on a recent episode of We Love You? Do you have a predicament you want help with? Stay in touch. Hit us up. Let us know your thoughts. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at We Love You Pod, or leave us a voicemail message at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. And don't forget to rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen. It helps people find our show. It helps us stay in charts because algorithms are important to our job. Even though, you know, we wouldn't like it to depend on algorithms, sometimes it does. And we need you to do us a solid in an algorithm way. <laughs> yes, we do. And one other thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. Mm. Tell somebody you love about the show. Tell someone you don't love about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Krista Meinzer. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, and remember, we love you. And so can you. Oh, that makes me yeah. happy to hear. Half of what you're saying is over Kristen's head, and she's still down. Like, <laughs> yes. I have no idea of who 90% of these names are that you just <laughs> talked about with these reality shows. <laughs> oh, well, you're missing out. Stitcher. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.